Good morning. It's February 15th, 2022. This is To My Liberal Friends, and I'm John Haddock. You know, the bad news just keeps coming. And this morning, wholesale prices were reported to have jumped 9.7% in this latest report from the Department of Labor, which means inflation is on the rise and nobody knows what to do. The administration had been predicting this week that inflation would subside, <clears throat> but these numbers indicate that it's not cooling off, but rather heating up. Now, the administration likes to point out that wages have increased 5.7% since last year, but inflation is running at 7.5%, which means that workers are falling behind in real income. And by that, I mean they're buying power, and they're falling behind by 1.8%. So if wages are only increasing by 5.7%, but prices are skyrocketing, you're not gaining any ground in real income. Gas prices are up 40% year over year. Food overall has increased 7% when you factor in dining out and buying. And at the grocery store, that number is at 7.4%. And that impacts lower income families dramatically. Fuel oil that we use to heat our homes has jumped 46% since last year. And none of this is good news for Democrats running in the midterms. And suddenly they're starting to realize that the tax and spend bills they've been pushing in Congress are not solving the problems and only exacerbating them for the average American. By pumping trillions of dollars into the economy in the form of various stimulus and tax credit checks, they're helping to see inflation run amok. Now, years ago, when I was working in the U.S. Senate, Russell Long, then the chairman of the Senate Finance Committee and the senator from Louisiana, he walked into the Republican cloakroom just off the Senate floor and sat down. Senator Bob Dole from looked at him with a puzzled look on his face and asked him what he was doing there. He pointed out, your cloakroom's on the other side, Russell. Well, Senator Long just laughed. He said he was taking a break from that side. He said all he heard over there was, don't tax him, don't tax me, tax that man behind the tree. Well, we all had a good laugh listening to him, but basically that's been the Democratic mantra for decades. Tax someone else, but not me. So what do Democrats do when they're faced with political reality? Now they're trying to show the public they're finally facing the facts. Last week, Democratic Senators Mark Kelly, Democrat from Arizona, and Maggie Hassan, a Democrat from New Hampshire, introduced the Gas Prices Relief Act. And four other Democrats who are facing tough re-election efforts, including Catherine Cortez Masto from Nevada and Raphael Warnock from Georgia, have co-sponsored the bill. So what's this bill do? It simply eliminates the 18 cent federal gas tax for the rest of the year. In other words, until after the election. Of course, once the elections are over, this bill goes away and the gas tax comes back. But in effect, they're robbing Peter to pay Paul. That tax goes into the federal highway fund and these are the monies we use to build and repair our highways. And that money has to come from somewhere. It doesn't just magically appear. And this budget chicanery only moves the money around and does nothing to actually address the root problems of inflation and high gas prices. But it makes them look like politically they're trying to help you. Nancy Pelosi, the Speaker of the House, went on ABC's This Week and suddenly she's talking about kitchen table issues instead of increased government spending. And here's a quote from that broadcast and I really love it. Quote, what matters is what the election means personally to the American people. 
to the kitchen table issues. Democrats need voters to understand the empathy that we have for America's working families and the priority of meeting their needs, end quote. Now that's a lot of gobbledygook, but try, her trying to say, hey, listen, we're finally hearing you. Maybe we shouldn't be spending all this money. Maybe we shouldn't be fueling inflation. In another interview, Senator Cortez said, when I'm home, I talk to the baddies. It's the kitchen table issues. Duh. How long does it take you to figure that out? Get out of the Washington bubble. Go out and talk to your constituents more and you'll find out they're not interested in spending all this money. You have to wonder where she's been for the past year when she was demanding passage of a massive spending bill that would only increase pressure on those very kitchen table issues. They're all living in a fantasy land. They basically want to have their cake and eat it too. So what is the solution the Democrats will come up with and try and bail themselves out of the hole that they have deliberately dug? If you know anything about politics, you know that eventually they will try to run on emotion and go back to the core beliefs they had on the tax code. They will start telling you that it is the corporations that are gouging you and we have to start taxing those corporations at higher rates. We have to make them pay their fair share. Second, they will go back to telling you that we have to tax the wealthy in the country and make them pay their fair share. One of their major pollsters is pushing them to go back to this theme, tax the rich. It's laid out very clearly in a strategy memo from the liberal group Americans for Tax Fairness. Now, I would love for once for someone to describe what the term fair share actually means. If you look at the tax tables, you see the top 10% earners in the country pay over 85% of the federal taxes. In some states, they pay 50% and more of their income in taxes between federal, state, and local taxes. I guess some Democrats would want to confiscate all of their money so they can redistribute it for their own political gain. But don't be fooled. This is just appealing to emotion without any real facts. It's always easy to say tax someone else. Remember what Senator Russell Long said, don't tax him, don't tax me, Tax that man behind the tree. Well, guess what? You may end up being that man behind the tree. This has been To My Liberal Friends. Thanks for listening.